here. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be here to talk about Leonard Cohen, uh, probably the most influential uh, person of letters and, and of course, sound uh, music uh, that this country's produced in the last uh, 50, 60 years. I think it's uh, an easy uh, comment or claim to make. I'm going to jump around a little bit in my, in my presentation, so I want to begin uh, by riffing off of some comments I made when I gave a, a lecture, public lecture on Leonard Cohen's Beautiful Losers uh, last November 9th. And the reason why that date sticks in my mind is because it was the next night, November 10th, that I learned uh, when I was visiting St. Catharines, Ontario to give a reading there that he had passed away. Of course, he had actually passed on November 7th, but it was kind of a, a weird cosmic realignment for me personally that uh, the day after I gave this talk, I, I heard about his passing. So uh, in the talk, I talked about, I do talk about uh, Cohen's, uh, as I see it, uh, interest in the beats uh, and in decadence uh, and in the darkness associated with those uh, literary causes. And of course, I, I explored this uh, in connection with Beautiful Losers, which was uh, 50 years old uh, last year, 2016. Uh, so I'll just jump into it. Uh, Cohen's sex episodes recap the madcap orgiastic description that Allen Ginsberg gives of his and his beat comrades' escapades. And he also depicts in Beautiful Losers, gay sex, bisexual unions, the sex practices of indigenous people before they begin to accept the teachings of Christian missionaries. Just as Ginsburg means his open discussion of sexuality to promote liberal attitudes among his readers in the late 1950s, so does Cohen wish to reduce the constipation of figures like the historian, a major character in Beautiful Losers, to free their minds so their asses will follow, to use a good African-American aphorism, to have ecstatic philosophical insight in Tones F, a hero of, of the novel, fuck a saint, find a little saint and fuck her over and over in some pleasant part of heaven, find a little saintly faker like Teresa or Catherine de Kakwitha or Lesbia, find one of these quaint impossible cunts and fuck her for your life. These episodes, as in Allen Ginsberg, are blasphemous denunciations of the Puritanism, homophobia, and sexual repression of hypocritical mainstream society. These pronouncements also echo the other beat master, Jack Kerouac, who also denounces all the neuroses and the restrictive morality and the scatological repressions and the suppressed aggressiveness. And in fact, Cohen, in my mind, follows Allen Ginsberg's prescription of dirt. Your clean sonnets, I'm quoting from Ginsberg, your clean sonnets, I want to read your filthiest secret scribblings, your hope in his most obscene magnificence, my God. And I want to suggest that you could easily follow uh, this quotation uh, with the title of Cohen's last uh, uh, record album, You Like It Darker? You Want It Darker? Uh, and, and, uh, and again, I, I'll just say that I think that um, uh, that prescription follows uh, the beat trajectory and decadent tra trajectory uh, of an interest in pursuing uh, notions of ugliness and horror and evil uh, and darkness and blackness in order to uh, liberate uh, the self and liberate others uh, from becoming beholden to dangerous ideologies. Um, and and uh, uh, I'll just uh, quickly mention the conclusion uh, of the paper, which is uh, that Beautiful Losers takes up Ginsburg's Republican anti-clericalism and directs it primarily at Quebecois Catholicism, which has blood on its hands vis-a-vis -vis the cultural genocide enacted against indigenous peoples, but also has mandated a degree of sexual repression for all. Simultaneously, however, in Beautiful Losers, the Quebecois of the 
have a valid struggle in seeking their liberation from the constraints of Anglo-capital and the moralism of Catholicism. At the same time, that is true. They should reckon with their own implicit and explicit subjugation of First Nations. And of course, these interlocking oppressions also seem to revolve, replacing one group with another, so that each takes turns at being oppressor or oppressed. Ultimately, the way out of this quandary is via magic, which means treasuring, sensuality, sexuality, and the possible union of opposites under the banner that all is holy and everyone is an angel. And, is, and of course, these ideas are mantras of the beats, but again, also descend from the decadence. In Beautiful Losers uh, and, and in his other work, Cohen thinks through the images of Mailer's, Norman Mailer's White Negro, Jean-Paul Sartre's Black Orpheus, and Allen Ginsberg's angel hitted hipsters from Howl. These beat existentialist heroes and relocates them to a Montreal that is hosting revolutionaries, but not yet libertines and or liberationists, although Trudomania is waiting in the wings. Uh, so, and I would like to finish up my opening comments by reading uh, uh, a poem uh, by uh, Leonard Cohen, of course, and uh, the poem is Style. And I believe that this poem, uh, my educated guess is that this poem was triggered by the Cuban Missile Crisis of October 1962 and the belief that many had that the world was on the verge of thermonuclear Gotterdammerung uh, 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 catastrophe as we may all be once again, uh, given recent events to the south of us. Anyway, uh, here we go, style. I don't believe the radio stations of Russia and America but I like the music and I like the solemn European voices announcing jazz. I don't believe opium or money, though they're hard to get and punish with long sentences. I don't believe love in the midst of my slavery. I do not believe I am a man sitting in a house on a treeless Argolic island. I will forget the grass of my mother's lawn. I know I will. I will forget the old telephone number, Fitzroy 7820. I will forget my style. I will have no style. I hear a thousand miles of hungry static and the old clear water eating rocks. I hear the bells of mules eating. I hear the flowers eating the night under their folds. Now, a rooster with a razor plants the hemophilia gash across the soft black sky. And now I know for certain I will forget my style. Perhaps a mind will open in this world. Perhaps a heart will catch rain. Nothing will heal and nothing will freeze, but perhaps a heart will catch rain. America will have no style. Russia will have no style. It is happening in the 28th year of my attention. I don't know what will become of the muse with their lady eyes or the old clear water or the giant rooster, the early morning greedy radio eats the governments one by one. The languages, the poppy fields, one by one, beyond the numbered band, a silence develops for every style. For the style I labored on, an external silence like the space between insects and a swarm, electric unremembering, and it is aimed at us. I am sleepy and frightened. It makes towards me, brothers. <laughs>